0: This week marks one full year since the Art That Overcomes podcast first aired. I can't quite believe that every single week for the past year, I have posted an episode and some weeks, even two episodes. I've just been putting one foot in front of the other, one committed action, and then another committed action until one day I woke up and realized I'd created 60 episodes. I'm curious, are there things you've accomplished in life that you now look back on and think, wow how did i get here i actually did that sometimes we don't stop to give ourselves credit and celebrate our accomplishments because we may not even notice how far we've come and that's because anything we achieve in life is done so in small increments small steps welcome to art that overcomes where we are redefining our identity after narcissistic abuse My name is Jennifer and I'm an artist, licensed art therapist, and coach who helps women like you overcome the lasting effects of narcissistic abuse. It's the anxiety, self-doubt, and lack of confidence that can keep us stuck even long after the abusive relationship has ended. Together we are redefining our identities one drawing or painting at a time, because it's your turn to take charge now, no narcissists allowed. There's a statistic out there about podcasts that I've heard quoted many times before and couldn't quite remember the exact numbers or didn't know what the updated numbers were. So I just Googled it and here it is. There are three to four million podcasts in the world. That's a lot of podcasts, but 44% of those have less than three episodes. So that's almost half of all the podcasts in the world have less than three episodes. That means that the people who started that podcast really didn't follow through and keep going with it. And only, now get this, only about 700,000 out of that three to four million have more than 10 episodes. So this means that even though my podcast is not highly ranked because I don't have thousands or even hundreds of listeners yet, and I don't have lots of reviews yet. By the way, if you want to help me out on the algorithm, go write a review, give me a five stars, write a review, that's going to help boost my visibility. But I digress. Um even though I don't have lots of listeners right now, I'm still in the top percentage of podcasters. And that's crazy to me because it's simply because I stuck with it, right? 700,000 of us out of 3 to 4 million stuck with it at least past 10 episodes and I'm at episode 61 right now so I didn't give up that alone means I'm more successful than most people in this area I just followed through I used to think up until really the past couple years that I was actually bad at following through on things and you might be thinking no way. Jennifer just said that she's been consistent with starting this podcast out of nowhere. You might see other things I do and think that, no, Jennifer's really good at showing up and following through. But I didn't think I was, you know, I'm, I'm very much a vision caster. I'm definitely have like an artist brain. So I would always say I'm a vision caster. I have big creative ideas, but I can't follow through on the details to make my dreams a reality. And really what I was feeling when I would say that was the struggle, right? Like it's hard for me to follow through. It's often hard for me to hone in on the details of what I need to do next and to put one foot in front of the other and to do that, to make my dreams a reality. But the truth is I am good at doing that. I push through that struggle. So over time, I've learned that, you know, just like a lot of other views that I had of myself, especially coming out of the abusive relationship, those views were flawed. I'm now able to look at the evidence in my life. This is a key skill taken from cognitive behavioral therapy, to look at the evidence in our life to see if what we're thinking really adds up to see if it's true. So I remember you know, I've done this over the past couple of years. And then just recently, again, with thinking about, wow, did I really create this podcast for an entire year? I've looked at evidence to back up my claim that I'm bad at follow through or looked at evidence, you know, that I'm actually good at it. And so what I realized thinking back over the last several years is there are a lot of big moves I've made. So one was renting um, my first art studio after the end of my abusive relationship I wanted an art studio like I'd had back in college. I wanted that freedom to create art and get messy and, you know, leave the mess there. And that felt intangible for a while. But then I reached a point where I did follow through on that. That again, it was hard. It was a struggle, but I did follow through. So, okay, maybe I'm good at it then i had a dream of starting my own business i'd actually had that dream since before the end of the abusive relationship and i had tried and failed multiple different ways to start you know private practice art therapy i experimented and i learned from each one of those steps so it wasn't necessarily failure in the sense that my dreams totally failed and were crushed but i took each each um, experience as a learning opportunity And then eventually I did create my coaching business, which this podcast, you know, is about helping to explain to you all what my process is, what my, what my coaching involves. I want to share this with as many people as I can. And I was passionate about that and I kept working at it. And then I wanted to buy a house on my own. That was another big accomplishment. Um, and I did do that quicker than I even expected. Things just sort of fell into place. And then I felt a tug on my heart to start a podcast, like I said, and so I did that too. And so that belief that I was bad at following through on things, it was a lie that I told myself for years based on the way other people viewed me and what they said about me, and I'd internalized it. So some of these people, you know, in our lives who who tell us these things, tell us we're bad at things, who criticize us, who um, maybe reinforce the negative voice already in our head. Some of these people are abusive and demeaning, you know, in the way they criticize our particular personality traits and methods of going about achieving our goals. And others aren't necessarily abusive, but maybe they just lack an understanding of how we might go about things a little differently than they would. You know, we're living our own truth, our own path, or maybe, These people in our lives can be jealous of what we're achieving. And so they make negative comments because they actually envy the fact that we're able to follow through and do things, you know, we're moving forward on something that's important to us. And maybe they feel like they can't do that. So what I want you to reflect now, what have abusive people in your life convinced you that you're not good at, where do you question your abilities? Or where have you questioned your choices? You know, like were you criticized for leaving the abusive relationship even, or criticized for staying too long? It definitely goes both ways. So often these critical messages from others have way more to do with their own insecurities, like I said, than they do with you and your life and your choices and your actions. So I encourage you to look for the evidence, look for the evidence to the contrary, um, evidence to, negate these these negative views of yourself don't automatically believe these messages from others and if you've already internalized it like i had where it is your inner voice then don't believe every self-critical thought that you tell yourself once you start looking at your life to see if there's concrete evidence to support your self-criticism you'll likely find more than enough to prove that you were not a weak incapable irresponsible or helpless victim or whatever other negative self-talk is running through your mind Now, I have to note for my fellow realists out there who don't like too much positivity, no, I'm not asking you to ignore all of your legitimate flaws and like turn into some kind of narcissist yourself and refuse to look at anything negative or refuse to take accountability for your own mistakes or shortcomings. I'm not into toxic positivity and that's not at all what I'm asking you to do. But my guess is that if you've survived a relationship with a narcissist, that you have a tendency to err on the side of being too self-critical. And that's because our, abuser, our abusers were critical of us and we internalize those messages. So I'm not encouraging you to approach yourself with, um, you know, with like these rose-colored glasses where you're not seeing reality, but I'm asking you to approach yourself with some love and acceptance. I truly believe that the way we can best support ourselves and continuing to move forward with our healing and our goals is through a balance of both self-love and acknowledgement of our own mistakes. We need both. So let's just make sure we're not swaying too heavily toward one end of the spectrum or the other. You can't, you absolutely cannot take meaningful steps forward if you don't believe in yourself, if you don't have your own back. Now today um, on this anniversary episode, I'm actually not going to share a new piece of art and writing with you. But if you head to my Art That Overcomes Instagram page or to my personal page, which is Jennifer Ann Kramer, um, the links are in the podcast description. You'll see an image I posted that includes multiple photos of past drawings from my sketchbook. Um, Some of these have been shared on the podcast, some of them maybe not. But it's a, lot of, it's a lot of crazy, colorful, emotional crayon scribble drawings, uh, mostly. And one of the things I love about keeping a sketchbook or journal or about just creating art in general, and I've shared this so many times before, what I love about that is that we create a record of our healing journey. So I can look back over these past drawings and you know reflect on what I've been through and how far I've come. Each one of those crazy emotional drawings represents one step that I took one step to feel my feelings, one step to face my fears, one step to process some difficult thoughts, one step toward loving and accepting myself just as I was, and also steps to set goals and move beyond simply expressing my feelings on the page. Some of those drawings were, you know, like I said, completed maybe before I started the podcast and then I've shared them on the podcast. Some were likely completed, you know, during that time, like right before, where I was thinking about starting the podcast and felt apprehensive or insecure or unsure about whether to move forward. And then, you know, some of them were likely created, you know, during the phase of this podcast as I was sharing in real time um, my art that I was working on. But, you know, I had, I had those insecurities. I had those struggles, but I moved forward. I worked through it. And here I am just because I kept taking those small steps. So I want you to remember that you're even more than a survivor of narcissistic abuse. As I always say, you are an overcomer. That means you are more than equipped to overcome all that stands in the way between where you are now and where you want to be. Whatever you're facing right now, you will get through it one step at a time. Now, before we move on to imagine what message your future self might have for you today, I wanna let you know how you can join me in this process of using art to redefine your identity. The Redefine Process is an online group coaching program where I teach you the same art and writing technique that has been so life-changing in my own recovery. It's how we connect our thinking brain and our feeling brain and access the thoughts, feelings, and limiting beliefs that need to be heard. The redefined process is included in my monthly redefined membership, along with much more. You're also going to get access to live coaching calls, community chat with other overcomers just like you, the option to schedule one-on-one coaching sessions with me if you need more support, and several additional courses too. Just search for Redefined by Jennifer Kramer in your app store, or go to the link in the podcast description to view the web-based version. I can't wait to see you there. a message from your future self you are doing a good job you are doing a great job you are amazing you are so much farther along than you realize i'm proud of you i am proud of you i am proud of you do you see what i see All that's required for you to reach me to get to this future place where you so long to be is for you to keep going. Keep putting one foot in front of the other. Keep doing the work. Stop second-guessing yourself and trust that the next task in front of you is the next right thing. You've made the right choice. Your next step might literally mean taking a walk around the block, To center and ground yourself. It might mean hugging your child, texting a friend, or doing a load of laundry. It might mean dusting off that journal and writing for 10 minutes. It might mean saying an honest prayer without worrying if you're doing it wrong. Or it might mean taking a vacation, starting a new job, or mowing the lawn. There is no step too small and no step unrelated to your healing journey as long as it's intentional and not contradictory to your goal. A life of peace and calm and independence and trust and love, confidence and stability. If your next step is not a direct contradiction of these things, then by all means, move. I'll be here waiting for you tomorrow and the next day and the next. Wait, real quick before you go. I'm so excited to let you know that I wrote a book for you. Click the link in the podcast description to grab the introduction and chapter one of my new book, Absolutely Free. The book is called The Uncommon Guide to Healing from Narcissistic Abuse, How I Used Art to Break the Pattern and Redefine My Identity. If you love the podcast, then you're going to really like the book. It hasn't even been released to the public yet, so you get first dibs. The entire book will be available for pre-order soon, but until then, you can get started for free right now with the introduction and first chapter. I've got all the feels about this one, Overcomer. I'm so excited, and I thank you so much for joining me on this next part of my journey. I can't wait to hear your feedback. Thanks for listening in today. In this journey of healing after narcissistic abuse, it's so important that we allow space for our past, present, and future selves to speak. Today, you've gotten a glimpse into some messages I received from different parts of my subconscious brain that just needed to be heard, along with an encouraging message from an imagined future version of you. I hope there was something that resonated with you here and that you'll take it along with you on your own healing journey. Remember, you are an overcomer.